Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Osman. Bet you thought you were done with me. I thought I was too, but here I am. So let's thank the patrons. First off, we'll thank... Cobalt patrons Dylan Douglas and Remington Cloutier, the Minotaur patron Clingster, and the Dragon patrons Wolfslore, Marquita Moore, and Lupus Malum. So, thanks. Hey, maybe now I can buy back the whistle that was stolen from me. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. He lied. <laughs> Today's question of the day. We're coming to the end. What was your favorite magical item of this last campaign? What was yours? Yeah. You made all of them. I made all of them, so I don't get to pick. What's your favorite one to make? Actually, you go last. Yeah, yeah I'll go last. You didn't make all of them. He okay, gave us and not all of them. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I did not make the ghost whistle. <laughs> or the chef's knife. Thank okay, you. or the chef's knife. I forgot about the chef's knife. <laughs> anyway. My name's Mark. I'll be playing the character known as Madlock Crocs. And my favorite magic item um, is by far the broom. Or the shovel. The shovel. <laughs> the shovel. Not the broom. The, broom. the, shovel. the, the shovel that we got. <laughs> <clears throat> brilliant yeah it was fun <laughs> i do i i can't that was going to be the one i was going to say also so the shovel but uh i'm gonna say no my name's travis i play ampersand the other lover brother gonna punch your mother um, <laughs> <laughs> um i was gonna say the uh time for shovels shovel but i can't because mark said it i want to use something different so my favorite magical item is Tolliver, the, <laughs> the cross, cross cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> Tolliver, the cross cat, my favorite magical item. Beauty. Um, Daniel, I play Tariff, the awkward silence again, rogue slash bard. Awkward silence. Mousling. <laughs> there we got the slash back. <laughs> And because I use it often, because I can't really determine what my favorite one is, but I'm going to go with, because I use it often, my gelatinous cube of everything, which is only ever used for magical or for musical instruments and not like something useful. And it's just been cymbals and wardrobes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ariel, I play the granny Aggie. You still have no idea what her class is. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite magical item is ampersand's bag of everything that he oh. shoves people into <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about that it's got everything in it. it's got, got everyone in it it's more than just a bag of holding i a would bag of loving <laughs> i would have to say my favorite magical item to make was the phoenix blade oh yeah it's awesome 
that was my favorite one to make because it had so many different elements to it and it can potentially be a very dangerous weapon yeah. and it was confusing <laughs> when i was that's why i loved it yeah you didn't love the train that doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count right so let's just go ahead and dive right in. all on I want to let people know if you guys want one of Ampersand's awesome bags, they're available on fumblingforstore.com. Oh, yeah. Um, I've never dropped the store name. I am an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we can all attest to that. Well, we do have a backpack on the Fumbling Four store. It's an Ampersand backpack. It's an Ampersand backpack. And then on it, it says in big red letters, it's a never ending bag. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you want one, you can get, you can pick one up from the store fumbling for store dot com mm-hmm. and it's the number four yep so yeah go buy it <laughs> if we don't sell enough ampersand merch aaron's kicking me off the show <laughs> that's not even remotely true he says <laughs> well he lies at any rate let's do a recap so when we last left off it was a bunch of tom fuckery <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, after uh, a while of fooling around and figuring things out, you decided to teleport back to Osman. <sighs> but the spell went awry. Our wonderful wizard. <sighs> so. You forgot the most important recap. What's that? Ampersand got his ring to Ooh. propose to Soren. He didn't get it yet. I thought you said he got you it. You said I got it. Away. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the, you said, the, end of the you day. You all had a rest. You got your ring. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. We got all caught up in what the fuck's going to happen to us at the beginning of this episode. Because <laughs> somebody rolled poorly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's, uh, I've never gone off target or any otherwise the rest of the time. We knew this, the, the chances were there. All right, you ready for this? No. Nope. A whopping 3d10 of damage. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Here we go. So everybody is going to take... Ooh. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's only 19 points of damage. It's not too bad. So everybody's taking 19 points of damage. You're level 16. No, 17s 17s. now. So it shouldn't hurt too much. Oh, I totally forgot to roll for my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, it's only going to take me like a second. Uh, so, yeah, you'll take 19 Back. points of damage. There we go. And we'll have to roll on the chart to figure out where everybody right. ends up. Let me bring that up real quick. We'll start with Agatha and work our way around. All right. Teleport. So, Aggie got a 66. 66 is off target. Okay. So, she arrives at the college just within like... Within like a mile or so. Okay, so you... Anywhere from like a mile to 10 feet. So you, you poof, and you are at the college on top of the building. <laughs> and then, might I add that this is a very tall building. So you are on the very tippy top of this Good one of the spires. I'm not afraid of heights. <laughs> so next we're going to go with Tariff. And Tariff, 4%. Uh, that is another mishap. God damn it! <laughs> yes. So another three D ten for Tariff. Oh, stop. <laughs> so Tariff, you're gonna take another ten points of damage. And, and roll again. Here we go. Tariff, uh seventy-four. Uh seventy-four on viewed once. That is on target. So he gets bounced around twice and then shows up precisely where I was wanting to. So you poof right in front of it and you begin to cough up blood alright ampersand that is a 58% 58% is off target so he arrives somewhere within a mile or so of the college so you appear about about three miles off from the college. You can see it in the distance. <sighs> so you got some huffing to do. Yes. And our wonderful, wonderful Madlock. <sighs> 88%. On target. <laughs> so you appear right next to Tara. That's bullshit. It says instant death on that chart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I arrived dead, apparently. Tariff got the short end of the stick here. <laughs> no, Help. See, if he would have appeared in dead, I could have fixed him. Help. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. What the hell is that? I can't turn into a bird. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, give me a second, sweetums. Oh, fuck. I'm going to, like, turn into a bird and fly up there. Okay. And then turn back into Madlock. Okay. I'm going to hide. Okay. <laughs> give me just a second. I got something somewhere for you. I'm uh, taking a corn dog out and having a snack while I walk to the goddamn <laughs> university. I'm going to use one of my new spells called Animal Shapes. I'm going to turn us both into birds so we can fly off the top of this college. Chirp. <laughs> Chirp. So you both fly off the uh, the top of the college and you land in the courtyard. I'm going to dismiss the spell. Let me look up make sure I can, but I'm pretty sure you can. I got a 31. If not, we're stuck as birds for a bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that happened. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. It could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been, but, uh, you know. I've never been a bird before. It's a lot of fun. Chur. Chur. If Ampersand was there, he could tell you he's been a bird. <laughs> been a goose. Where's Reggie? That's a great question. <laughs> Tariff, you disappeared, didn't you? Shade. <laughs> yeah, Tariff is well hidden. Okay, so it's a Where's concentration. Colin? I can just stop concentrating. Um, well, uh, you wait here. I'm going to search the area and see if I can find the big fella. So I'm going to take off and basically start flying around in a looping circle that gets bigger and bigger trying to find ampersand so you loop around for a little bit Mm -hmm. i'm in no rush i'm just having a nice leisurely stroll with uh carrying goat and i'm snacking on corn dog oh oh wait goat we gotta roll separately no goat you didn't didn't say nothing about goat (laughs) goat is fine no that also means tolliver goat 66 uh that is off target okay so, so we'll say goat appeared with ampersand okay we'll protect goat a little bit well you got tolliver too and no, Tolliver yes. the cross cat. No, here we go. Nineteen. Oh shit! That's uh, I believe that's another mishap. <laughs> Tolliver may be dead. No, Tolliver's skin of his teeth alive. But if he gets another mishap, he's dead. It's a ninety-seven percent. That's on target. Okay, so he's with. Uh, he's hurting pretty bad, but he's with Tariff. Good. He. Deals with my stealth. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty rough looking, but he's alive. So you finally find Ampersand. And just as you find him, we're about to dive down to him. The sky goes black around you. Everything goes black around you. And you are in nothingness. As you are standing there in the courtyard alone, everything goes black. And you are standing in nothingness. Aggie. Tariff, as you are hiding in the shadows, the shadows begin to engulf and surround you. You begin to feel cold and are surrounded in nothingness. And ampersand. As you walk cheerfully towards the city, munching a corn dog, you too begin to become engulfed in dark, cold nothingness. And all five of you are standing next to each other. Who turned the lights out? I'm going to stop concentrating on the spell. Okay. Turn back into my normal form. Okay. Now also, Agatha changes back as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what is this? It's corn dog. I'm a, not the corn dog. What is that thing made of? We, we talked about it already. Can I actually <clears throat> see? Because I have you, blind sense. You all can see each other. It's as if there's a, a light emitting on just you. All right. Who's out there this time? Are you talking about seeing into the darkness? Yeah, because I got 
Well, I have dark vision, but I have blind sense too, so. No, you cannot see into no. the darkness. Okay. No. As you call out into the darkness, nothing answers. <sighs> well, I guess we keep walking towards where the college was? Well, that's the interesting fact, is all of us were separated, so we don't know exactly where we're at. Yeah, because uh, magic is so awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Did we find this Osman? Nope. <clears throat> and out of the darkness, JCL appears in a wisp of green smoke. <laughs> you know, you could just like stop with the theatrics every time, right? Well, aren't you handsome? Well, thank you, Grandma Aggie. <laughs> And I could stop at the theatrics, but I enjoy them. I'm throwing this half. I'm thinking that I'm throwing the rest of the corn dog at him. Jerk! <laughs> that is wrong with you, Ampersand. It's too damn dark in here. Well, I can't bring on the lights. It's kind of an impossibility for me now. At any rate, I hear you are looking for a diamond. Yeah, that's kind of the task you sent me on. Oh, I have the diamond. Osman has a diamond. No, 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 no. I have the diamond. I've well, had the, the diamond hell? for quite some time, actually. How the hell did you get all of the diamond? We'll say a friend gave it to me. Osman gave it to you. I said a friend. Osman doesn't have any friends. <laughs> Osman's mean. Always grumpy. Wanted to marry rate. me, and we wouldn't even hug me. Oh my God, you sad man. No, I'm not sad anymore. I'm going to get married. Well, congratulations. That's right. Maybe I'll... Does the other person know you're getting married? I'm going to ask her. So you don't even know if you are going to... Don't do that! Don't... You'll be nice Stop it. to Reggie. Okay. Don't dash his hopes upon the rocks. She's beautiful. <laughs> she loves death. And I'll give it to her. I'll spread death everywhere for her. Okay. Well, in that case... I'm walking over to him and I'm picking up the rest of the corn dog and we keep eating it next to him. <laughs> Surely Pitch Black has no uh, germs in it, so eat away, I'm sure. I hope not. I don't even give a shit at this point. It's gone. <laughs> what if the Pitch Black was made of horse manure? Uh, well, then I'm eating pig buttholes and horse shit, whatever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what can we do for you? So you don't need to get the diamond. You just need to take his magic away. Oh. Uh, well, how do we do that again? You're a spellcaster. Yeah. You are a spellcaster. I've got something up my sleeve. You are a spellcaster. What? You three can figure it out. Uh, um, I believe I can do some of that also. What? Don't be ridiculous, kid. No, yes. Like yes. I said, I've got something up my <clears throat> sleeve. Right, so if we cut his throat, that drains the magic? Because that's my plan. If you can get close enough, I'm sure it would work. Now, you see, this is where you could be helpful and tell us what I to do. I am not allowed to meddle in mortal affairs. You've already broken that rule. Say so might someone well break a little more. has an anti-magic field that would break his magic. It would definitely put a damper on things, yes. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be able to truly separate him from his I'm going to cast Thunder's Wave. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> All right, for everyone at home, go ahead and tell us what that does. Uh, it does, uh, if you fail your DC saving throw, it's going to do two weight of damage, of thunder damage. It's going to push everything that's not mounted to the ground. People play everything 10 feet away from me. So everybody needs to make a saving throw. Yeah. What the fuck? What saving throw? Uh, strength saving throw. Oh shit. And what was the uh, what was the save? Fifteen. JCL made it. Yeah, I got a seventeen, so I'm good. Nope. <laughs> seventeen. It's a strength saving throw. <laughs> What do you want from me? Bad luck's the only okay. one that gets flung. And it also thunderous, uh, booming thunder can be heard for up to 300 feet from me. <laughs> See, I told you I could do it, old man. 
How much damage do I take? What is it? 2d8. Alright, roll the... Yeah, you don't tell me what to do. Well, it should be, should be 2d6. I... Nope. Oh. 2d6? <sighs> yeah. So the cubed... What? Yeah, Are you well, sure? Yeah. It says, as audible with a 3 yeah, feet, but and attack deals an extra it goes 2d6 up. thunder damage. Oh, an additional? Oh, wait. Levels. Thunder wave? Thunder wave. Oh, sorry. And it was a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. <clears throat> oh, well, he still made it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I still fail. Okay. <laughs> now it is 2d8. All right, so two of these little things. Yeah, I had that in my hand. You told me no. Damn, well, he's the one that said no. He's looking at the book. Ten. Ten, ten. points of damage. <laughs> so you get flung back. You get flung ten feet from where you're at. Into the darkness. Into the darkness. And how much damage? Ten uh, points. Ten points of damage. So we take half. The yeah. ones you saved. Are you done throwing your temper tantrum? I told him I could do it. He didn't believe me. Well, you didn't have to do something like that, you shit. But I got your attention. Good job, Reggie. Maybe you could have done something a little subtler. I could have, but I didn't. (laughs) Oh. Graham was proud of you. Ouch. (laughs) Anyway, we're all spellcasters now. (laughs) Adventure. That's a scary thought. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I like ampersand. Uh, thank you. I'm sure Who's you do. Who's ampersand? It's me, Grandma. It's Reggie. His nickname's ampersand. What an odd nickname. Yeah, I agree. At any rate, separate him from his magic. I mean, the barbarian does need to be separated from his magic. You shut up! <laughs> He's dangerous and... But that's not the only reason I brought you here. Ah. See, number one, I hope you haven't forgotten. Matlock. I haven't. Number two, I believe each one of you has a need to be fulfilled. So, I will give you a deal. Tariff. Yes. You want to be a successful traveling merchant, yes? Somewhat. Is that what you most desire? I mean, a lot of things have changed since I started. So what do you most desire, Tariff? I like to be a distraction. I don't know how to give that to you. (laughs) Something tangible, maybe. I have no idea what they're... (laughs) How would you like to continue to frolic with your friends? You know what's better than friends, right? Material items. (sighs) How about I give you time to think, then? Not all the time for that. In the meantime, I'll give you this, whatever you request. In exchange for you giving the scepter the black dragon. I have to give it to him? You have to give it to him. They can't give it to him? Why is that? Aggie. Dear old Aggie. What is it that you desire? I have everything I need. Surely there's something that you would like. No, not at all. Fine. Ampersonia. What? No, I'm still a man. It's still ampersand. (laughs) Ampersand, then. I'm not wearing that disguise anymore. What is it that you desire? What do I desire? My family back. I'd like my family back, but I've got a new family now, and I'd like to adventure forever. You may only have one. I think I'd like to adventure forever. Great. Then 
I'll give this to you under the condition that you give the scepter to Reginald. Reggie? Yes. I am Reggie. All right. Win-win on my part. <clears throat> no, the real Reginald. I, uh, he don't even like me. He told me to leave town by, by, by the end of the day. Why are you having us pinned against each other? Uh, you see, I'm done with this. No, 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 no. You're not going to pit us against each other. I'm not pitting you against each other. Really? So you want him to give the... You want Tariff to give the scepter to... I wasn't paying attention. The to the black dragon, dragon. Which I know it won't happen. You want him to give the scepter to Reggie. You want me to give the scepter to you. Why don't you just take it yourself? Who was I supposed to give it to? I guess you'll never know, will you, Grandma? You, did, you, you didn't tell him you wanted anything. You see, you're being just as shitty as Destiny is. No, no, I'm not. There's a reason. There's a method behind my madness. You just must trust it. We can't all give the scepter to everybody. Once the scepter's given, it's you can't take it back. I'm sure the wise bunch you are, you'll figure it out. Mm. All right. In the meantime... I bid you adieu. And you all reappear in the field outside of Mildspire. I don't like him. Yeah, me neither. He's being <clears throat> shady. Where's Tolliver at? <laughs> Tolliver, what do I have to do to get a wish? I mean, that spell was pretty fucked up. <laughs> you look pretty beat up, cat. <laughs> I'm gonna give him. I've got two cookies left. I'm gonna reach in and give him one. I'm eat this. Grab <laughs> the hairball and eat it. Okay, what do you want? I wish I could live forever. You sure you want that wish, Grandpa? I do. Okay. If you want, I could turn you. No, I'm. I'm fine. I'm fine. Your wish is granted, Grandpa. Alrighty. Wait a minute. <clears throat> there. Now I don't have to give that stupid thing to him. Hold on. You just wished that you were immortal. Yeah. All right. You didn't. You didn't add any stipulations to it or anything. No. So you'll live forever. Yep. In a failing body. That eventually won't be able to walk, move, or speak. I got ways around that. Genius. All right. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I'm dumb, but I know better than to make... Fuck, where are we going? Let's go get this. Wait a minute, he's got the diamond. We don't even need to see Osmond. No. So let's teleport back the, to where we need to be going. I think the DM didn't want us to speak to Osman. I didn't give a shit whether what you did. <laughs> so I put you right outside of Mildspire again. Y'all can fucking walk back in there if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I just got tired of dicking around. Yeah. <laughs> Choo choo. Because yeah, Osman would have said, I gave it to Zoe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> beat, beat the fucking bush. It's been an interesting interaction between the two. Right. So where are you off to? Well, I guess we gotta head south. Well, we're looking for destiny, correct? Yep. Can't you just yell for him? He usually shows up like some stupid asshole anyhow. Yeah, I think he's gotten a little... uh... Don't you need to save your... Girlfriend Reggie. Well, we find I don't know where she's at. We find him, or we find her. We find him, and vice versa. All right, let's find her. Because I've got something for her, for the gift. She's really gonna love it this time. <laughs> we might need to rest some, cause I got hurt. Yeah, I don't feel so well either. Yeah, maybe you should use some more magic to take his places. See if it helps. I could. Or we could just walk. That was a one in a million chance, no. honestly. Perfect. I'm glad we were the ones who were the millions. 
Yeah, it was, could have happened to anybody at any time. I'm going to use Healing Word twice on Tolliver. How many hit points does Tolliver get back? Seven. He's looking a little better, but he's still a little rough for did wear. He, did he eat that cookie that I gave him? He did. Did he get any health from that? The magical cookie that you just gives them a mark? I thought it healed him some also. I think it does. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. He got a little bit back with that. All right. I'm putting him in the carrier in the back so mm. he's comfortable. Yay. <laughs> so where are we going? Well, um... We need to head south, and right now we are far from south. <clears throat> are we going to try your hoodoo again? You guys trust me to get it right this time? No, but what did it matter the first time? Osman, friend, does he have a way to get us there? Well, last I checked, no. Well, we can go talk to him if you want to, but I don't think he wants to talk to me. What about the bowling ball? Bowling ball. Yeah. All right. Break it out if you have it, but I don't have it. All right, I'm going to reach into my bag of earthen. Um, I'm smacking Jimmy. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> Can't be sleeping when you're in there. I'm reaching around. You see me go. I'm like shoulder deep. I'm in there, and I pull out the orb. The bowling ball! I'm like, grab it. No! And I take it back from him. <laughs> nope. What? You're not to have this. All right. So where are we going, dummy? Um, let me check the map. Yeah, check the map. Pause this while he's checking the map. Yeah. We're going to Lavari. It's on that map, correct? Yeah. Everybody, come here. All right. I'm going to grab Ampersand. Terrace. Where? Come here. I'm grabbing him. Grandma! Grandma! Okay. I'm going to look at the map. Okay, tell me again where we're going. I need to make sure I say it right. Lavari. Take us to Lavari. Poof. I was worried for a second. (laughs) As you reappear, you appear in a city that has a bustling market. The buildings surrounding you appear to be built out of stone. They are lavish and beautiful and ornate in design. They seem to have some sort of Arabic influence to the building structures. As you walk through the marketplace, you see all kinds of races and faces throughout the streets. There are even some Yanti walking through the streets. Or should I say slithering? Everyone here seems to be at peace and they seem to be bartering with one another. But as you look further down the road, you see the docks and there are several large ships. Uh, Precisely where we need to go. Anybody need to get anything? Before we leave. I need some blood. All right. So I'm looking around the merchants. Is there any you know, weapons merchant? Uh, yes, there is a blacksmith okay. with. Well, as you look at him, both of his eyes are glassy and glazed over. I'm going to go to the tavern. Okay. You're headed to the tavern. I'm going to go to the blacksmith. Okay. So as you walk up, you see him hammering away on something. And he just kind of stops and goes, You're going to stab boy, or you're going to buy something. I need, I, need, I need a sword. I need something sharp and strong and pointy and nice. So he looks at your chest. Yeah. He goes, Right, well, I've got lots of pointy and sharp things. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I'm, I'm kind of low on funds. So what could I get for like 50 gold? Well, uh, oh, I could trade you some stuff too. I got some food. I got a cookie. He kind of... Hmm. Go ahead and place the magic trinkets you got on yourself on the table. I don't... I pot the last remaining corn dogs. There you go. <laughs> Not those. The trinkets. The magical trinkets you have. I don't have any anymore. You have an orb. You have... No! That's not for you. Okay, continue. You have that sword that's on your back. Yeah, well, I need that, too. So, if you don't have any money... I've got 50 gold I could give you. That's not enough. Nah. Come on, now. All right. The I best guess. blacksmith in all the lands, and you want me to make you a sharp, pointy stick for 50 gold. Well, I thought... I got it. And he nah. takes his hammer, and he smacks it down... And you see a splinter appear from the wooden table. And he goes, <laughs> sharp pointy stick. Or right. 50 gold. 50 gold. What, what can I kill with this? Probably an ant. Well, I... Slay some hot dogs with it. Uh, yeah. Makes a great corn dog stick. Okay, here. <laughs> I don't think I need that. Mm. Um, so the orb. Well, what else did you say you were wanting from me? What magical items do you have on your person? Besides the sword and the orb. The sword, the orb, Tolliver the cat. That's a 17 to uh, overhear his conversation about not having gold. Mm, probably could hear that. You're not too far. I'm and I tend to talk really loud. Yeah. I'm going to walk over and pull out my what, what, what? gold. Uh, okay, thank God. Ampersand. Yeah. Here's 3,000 gold. Oh! <laughs> All right. I'm taking it and looking at him. What can I get for 50 gold? <laughs> What can he get for 3,000 gold? Uh, 3,000 and... Uh, sorry. Sorry. 3,050 gold. <laughs> uh, well, Something really deadly. As an apprentice to chaos, I... Oh, I like that already. I'm the brother to death. Uh, I think I got something. Yeah, I got something. Yeah. Hold on. So he takes, snags the bag out of your hand, and he snags it with incredible strength. <laughs> like you're holding it with a death grip and he just rips it out of your hand okay. like you were nothing. Yeah. And he takes the bag and he slams it and he rips open the bag and he just hammers his hammer on the gold and it turns into two gauntlets. Oh. Gloves. Look at those gloves. Says, right, that ought to do you. All right, but I can't pay you because you just turned the gold into the gloves. Well, how do you think magic works here? Jesus. I don't. I'm just You're dumb as a box of rocks. I'm, I'm blind and I can see more than you. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna start doing sign language. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna help. I can't see it. Oh, um. Uh, okay, so you know your fingers squeak when you move them. <laughs> Want to get that checked out? A little grease on it. All right, so lotion's great. Thank you for the for the gauntlets. You're welcome. But so, all right. Cool. What do they do? Well, put them on. Take them for a spin. All right, I'm going to put them on. So as soon as you put them on, see, they graft to your skin. <gasps> you feel sharp ah! things. You feel sharp pinches, and then you feel something dig into your arm. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Ah! Okay. Was that supposed to happen? Of course. Uh, How do you think bud gauntlets work? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I've never heard of them, so I couldn't tell you. Right. Go ahead and punch that tree over there. All right. I'm going to go over to the tree. The There's no tree. <laughs> it's, it's clearly a, like a, looks like a old pillar. Um, a crumbled building. <laughs> there's not a, this stuff, the stone tree? Yeah, that's a word. All right. Now, hug it, tickle it, punch it. What? Punch it. All right. I'm going to punch it. All right. Roll me an attack. Yeah, I'll roll you an attack right in your face. It's an eight. Yeah, it's an, hold on. I got. Yeah, they say you think you have advantage. Yeah, that is a twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Yeah. So the minute you hit this pillar, it immediately splits down the center and crumbles in two. Oh! Oh no! That was awesome. And you see, the gauntlet begin to change into that of the same material as the pillar. Ooh. Oh, I like that. 
I, I shouldn't punch jelly. Right. What you got on your person right now is some incredibly forged gauntlets by me, Atlas. 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 I'm going to... Okay. Atlas. I'm going to remember your name. because Atlas. Atlas. With a D? Atlas. Atlas. Yes. Not Atlas. Yes. Okay. Mighty Forge of the Gods. <gasps> I'm so glad I met you. <laughs> Me too. This is the most fun I've had in a while. Uh, uh, at any rate. Yeah. Your gauntlets. Anybody can make a gauntlet of ogre giant strength. Only a master can make a gauntlet of everything. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I love it. The next thing you punch with those gauntlets, it'll inherit its strength and durability. No, I better write this stuff down at you, some point. <laughs> the only catch-22 with these uh, gauntlets is... Yeah. You have to sacrifice blood. Oh, okay. Like, my blood? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, is that why they they bit me? Yes. Okay. So, that's gross. Like a vampire mittens <laughs> on, but okay. <laughs> so, out of character... Yeah. The way these work okay. is they are the gauntlets of everything. Okay. Whatever material or creature you hit, you will those gauntlets will inherit the strength properties and the durability properties of that creature or item. Okay? Okay. So that means the next attack you make with your bare hands, yeah. you will inherit. So let's say you've got stone gauntlets now. It will do a 1d12 damage with your unarm or your yeah, your unarmed strikes. All right. Okay. Keep that in mind because it inherits the properties of anything you punch. Anything I punch. Anything. So if I punch steel, they become steel. Yes. If I punch lightning, it would become lightning gauntlets. <laughs> It'll inherit the properties of anything you touch. This is my new favorite magic item, listener. <laughs> So, however, the drawback to these is the stronger the material you inherit, the more hit points you're going to have to lose. The more so damage of, I lose. Well, yeah. yeah. So as of right now, you've lost one hit point for inheriting stone gauntlets. But it's not a permanent hit point. It's not a permanent loss. No, okay. you can get it back Heal after rest. Yes. All right. But as the power you inherit increases, so does the immediate hit point loss that you'll inherit. Okay. So that is how your gauntlets of everything work. I like it. I love it. So, <laughs> anybody else for a round? Somebody else get something made. This is awesome. Uh, nope. I don't have anything. I'm gone. So. Yeah. Tortilla. <clears throat> Moose. Rabbit. I just need some rest. Why don't you get some awesome symbols made? <laughs> I have awesome symbols. Oh, he can make you some awesome symbols. Right, no tank is right. Well, time to close up shop, and you see the shutter just drop. <laughs> and from there, we will carry over to the tavern. Mm -hmm. Granny Aggie, you walk into the tavern, and it is quite busy here. And just as different as the faces are outside, they are the same on the inside. I'm going to go up to the thing. Bar. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> So as you walk up to the bar, there is a, what looks like a Cyclops, but he's human size standing behind the bar. He kind of rubs his one eye. What can I get for you? Do you sell blood here? But of course, you beautiful thing. Of course we sell the blood. Um, but what size of glass? Oh, just a regular glass is fine. I don't need much. A pint, you say? Right, I will give you a pint of the finest blood we have here. And he kind of turns around and grabs this deer's head. It's kind of, it's like, you could see it's alive. It's wiggling and its head's like mounted in the wall. And it brushes its hand or its thumb over the nose and the deer begins to weep blood into a glass. That's a nifty trick. We believe that our creatures here have a right to live. 
we are blessed in this region with such magical creatures as the crying deer. So, we have employed said deer. It's it's for free, it is well cared for, and has its freedoms, but must come here to work during the days. Oh my, now I've seen everything. So he hands the glass to you, he goes, this will be... And you hear the deer kind of make this weird barking noise, and he goes, this, this, this. Uh, Victor says it will be a gold, because that one took a little bit extra. This is fine, yes? No, what a fine deer. Thank you. And he hands the gold coin to Tolliver. Or Tolliver. Tolliver. He hands the gold coin to Victor. And the deer eats it. He says, ah, greedy, greedy. You nearly got my finger. Well, you are a superb deer. (laughs) Gulp. So you have your blood. Oh, that was delicious. Best I've ever had. Well, tell your friends. Uh, They don't drink blood, unfortunately. This is odd. Um, However, is there anything else I can get for you? Can I use your kitchen? Absolutely not. Mm, Why not? Because it is my kitchen. I'll clean up the mess, I promise. I won't get in the way. I'm going to (laughs) roll. Absolutely nothing. It's a cyclops. You can only see in one dimension. (laughs) Persuasion. Go for it. 23. All right. Well, with your 23... You managed to convince him some fucking how. <laughs> he goes, "Such a beauty! I will let you uh, let you use the kitchen." Oh, that was a twenty-four, actually. Because well, whatever you're using the one fucking one. kitchen. Okay, then that's a fail. You're fail. Damn it! You went over the number. <laughs> so I'm gonna go in the kitchen and I'm gonna bake some more. The minute you go into the kitchen, oh. we're gonna cut back to you on the streets. Okay, as you are. Shuffling towards the tavern, I'm assuming, to gather your party members. Um, I was actually going to head the dock. That's fine. So as you're heading that same direction, everyone runs into the buildings. The doors and windows slam. Behind you, you hear the thunder of hooves against dirt. As you all turn to look, you see a cloud of dust billowing into the sky as four dark riders on horses come barreling towards you. One on a pale horse. One on a skeletal thin horse. One on a black horse with a red mane. And another one on a horse that just looks like death. Aggie, as you begin to cross the threshold of the kitchen, you immediately are overcome with a sense of dread and fear. You know what that is. You know who it is. And you know they're coming for you. Oh, no. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody, it's the Almighty Grid. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, or Cyberpunk our cyberpunk red live play podcast, or you can join us on Patreon where we post all our episodes ad free and exclusive episodes. Next one coming up, Dungeons and Dragons Mad Libs. 
And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at four underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural. traffic and weather. Welp, looks like almost everyone's still dead, so traffic is at a standstill. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. But hey, if that's your thing, whatever. So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody two-shoes, definitely not Raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double ugh. They're not paying me enough for this. Till later, this is Rose. Raiders rule! Hi, I'm Fire Rider, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games. From major characters who define the course of a game's storyline, to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.